So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Oh, boy. We got drama rama rama. CM Punk dropping pipe bombs both in front of the camera and apparently off camera as well. How did CM Punk go off script reportedly on this week's AEW Dynamite? And who was he talking about? We're going to get into all of it and what led to it. Get your comments below. I'm pretty sure you have something to say about this. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everybody? It's Kev Kellum here with Sports Keto Wrestling News. Go ahead and hit that like button if you want to watch out, watch out, watch out. You want us to do even more of these videos? Share the link or you stink massive news right now to get into. What is going on backstage at AEW? Why is this picture looking so tense right now? This, of course, was the main event of AEW's Double or Nothing just a short while ago, just a few months ago, back in May. And why do these two men uh, do not look like they're getting along too well? That is CM Punk, the current AEW World Champion. He will take on John Moxley, the interim AEW World Champion, next week on television in a title unification match. Hell of a promo. I covered it in a video today. It was quite compelling. So what is going on? Why was CM Punk apparently in the same promo going off on someone? And how was this kind of off script? How is this getting intense? How is this an indication of much bigger issues backstage at AEW? Let's break it down. I'm Kev Kellum. I want to get on screen with you here and talk about this. This one is pretty intense, guys. This is this is unraveling, I think, kind of by the minute. And uh, once again, tip of the cap. I will, I will literally put on a hat and I will, and I will tip it. There, there we go, in the general direction of, of Louisville, Kentucky, to Sean Ross Sapp and his team, and also to uh, Big Papa Dave Meltzer, to Millennial Meltzer and then Millennial Meltzer himself. So let's get into this. If you win this live, you guys want to know what's going on here. CM Punk reportedly went off script on this week's edition of AEW Dynamite, airing on August 17th in the United States on TBS, around the world, on Eurosport in India and all that good stuff. So um, Punk doing this was not planned. This is according to the Wrestling Observer. So the segment was, he comes out, he opens the show really hot. They're going to get into a big tussle here with him and John Moxley. They had a hell of a promo. I think one of the best promos of the year. But I did think it was interesting when Punk, before he brought up Moxley, brought up Adam Hangman Page and brought up a lot of like, kind of like, what is going on there? Why did he bring him up and then go somewhere else with this? It was kind of very compelling as to what was going to happen here. And why that was something. And he called him out for a match. Now, apparently, Nolan in AEW knew that was going to happen. And it has caused plenty of issues. If this is causing you an issue, sound off. Let's get you on screen. And I want to know what you guys are thinking about this. So CM Punk goes off script 
on AEW Dynamite. Still has a hell of a promo. Still has a very entertaining segment. Still sets up something big that has a lot more questions tied to it. Like, what is going on with the All Elite Wrestling World Title picture? You have two champions. You have an inner champion. You got to do a title unification match. We're going to get that next week on free television. But why did he call out Page? Here's where Fightful comes in. Fightful claims in a report that is up now on Fightful Select, worth every penny. Drop some coin on that. Not an endorsement, but well worth it. <laughs> Just teasing. Uh, they said uh, they talked to sources within AEW. They called it unfair. It was an unfair situation to, to uh, Hangman Page, who's well-liked in the locker room. And I've heard that, too, from talking to people I know in AEW, that he is a well-liked guy. All right? I've been in a room with Adam. He's a nice guy. He seems like a pleasant guy. I don't know him well. Can't say I know him too well. But, I mean, if people are saying that, you know, this is another thing that's kind of interesting about this. And I, I want to bring up this image, if I, get, if I can pull it up here, is that Paige was there. As you can see in this this image right here. I'm going to pull in my text here. That's Adam Hangman Page, John Silver of the Dark Order, tweeting this out. This is at 7.05, right around the time that Punk is in the ring calling out Paige. Someone's goofing about it and showing a picture of Adam Hangman Page eating and catering. So Hangman Page was at the show and he was called out. And it wasn't a scripted thing. So what's going on? Someone going into business for themselves? What's the deal? Um, and uh, NYC in the house. A lot of people with different takes here. Mikey James saying CM Punk does what he does because that's how he is. You know, A lot of people saying this is just indicative of Punk. Uh, this is him. Uh, Bronco dancing. I'm so sick of punk because he is he is the one someone needs to put him in his place so he will shut up and leave people alone. He's not fan of it. So sign off. What do you guys think here? Mr. James Espanto Fernando I had to roll my R's better on that one. I'm sorry, James. Uh Mr. James Espanto Fernando Tagay. Uh is Tony Khan having buyers remorse with CM Punk? Oh boy. Uh I don't know about that. So it gets more intense. There is more with this situation. <sighs> so we continue to break this down. So Adam Hangman Page didn't know that. Uh, people in the company say that's unfair to him. Uh, so it's unfair to him because if this was like a spontaneous thing that they were going to do and they just said, let's go with it, live television, this is the course of the direction we're going. Because they weren't going in that direction. Everyone who was producing that segment, as far as they knew, knew they, they had John Moxley set up and the way he makes the entrance to the ring. There's no way production no, doesn't know that that's happening. So they have a camera to get him to come out there. So it was certainly a segment where Punk also kind of took the steam out of like Moxley's intro by doing snow angels while he walked out there. And they cut a really big bombs on each other. You can see my breakdown of that. It's up on our Facebook channel as well. Um. So Hangman can't run out there because he would literally be running through the gorilla position and going right past Tony Khan and interrupting a segment. And they would kind of be doing one segment on, on top of each other and kind of overplaying this. Hangman Page dropped the AEW world title to CM Punk. And then Punk got injured and had that foot injury. And now he's back. And he's the biggest name in AEW, if not the biggest. So what is going on and how did this come together? Hangman um, apparently got a receipt from Punk in this August 17th promo. And this is based on two separate promos in the lead up to Double or Nothing that Punk was apparently very upset about in which Hangman alluded 
in some way to issues that Punk had with another beloved member of the AEW locker room, Colt Cabana. Now, Colt and Punk have a long history, former friends, legal issues. It's very messy. That's a whole other podcast I can get into. And I don't want to get into it because there's just too much to report that I don't know on that situation. But a lot of people claim they know they don't know enough about it. Um, so Punk got upset about this and stated this. And stated this to AEW management and expressed that. And then this is the receipt for that, basically. And in one of those situations, Hangman cut one of those promos and Punk wasn't at the building. He wasn't scheduled for TV that week and that lead up to that match to be able to respond. So this is kind of like Punk's response to that because he knows that's the case. Now, there's a lot of hearsay with this. There's a lot of conjecture. This is all observations. These are not sources directly from Punk or anyone involved. There's all people that were just watching the situation unfold in front of them. So it is secondhand, but people that were there. Um, so this is Punk responding to all that. And then you have one veteran saying that threats were levied. Doesn't mean he threatened to quit, because I know there's some people were trying to report that CM Punk threatened to quit AEW. It's not the case that didn't happen. Okay? It's not the case. Threats levied. That's being levied or, hey, I'm thinking about this. Think about bringing this up. That doesn't mean you're doing it. Doesn't mean you actually threatened to do anything. Because you're talking about it. You're jumping to a conclusion that hasn't been reached. People don't do that in wrestling media. What are you talking about? Uh, Steven saying, Punk dropped bombs on Moxley for real, for real, for real. Yeah, I want to know. Who did you guys think won that promo battle? I want to know just as fans. Just talk to me as a wrestling fan. Don't talk to me as like an analyst or anything like that. Let me do that stuff. Let me make the notes. Uh, Luke Hardiman uh, chiming in here saying, I have no idea what the F uh, Punk was doing or what he was trying to accomplish. Well, here's the thing. The segment was really entertaining with the Mo the, the Moxley stuff. I, I love that. I actually thought that was some of the best promo stuff. It was so very based on reality. And he had some very uh, just hot in the chamber, <laughs> you know, things to say. Um, and then a lot of people saying, how does MJF come back to this? And a lot of people alluding that, that this is a situation to bring MJF back. Uh, I want to hear from you. If you've never, um, been on screen with us before the comments, I want to get you guys on screen. I want to hear what you think. Go ahead and sound off here. More people, uh, saying, saying that Kevin Noonsker. I love that name. Noonkester. I want to say that correctly. Punk is more entertaining on the mic than most in the ring. I've heard some people say that before too. William Long saying CM Punk is afraid of Moxley. That's why he called out Paige. Well then, why did why did he William? That's that's kind of an outlandish thing to say because then Punk and Moxley stood toe to toe and actually started fighting and cut a promo on each other and they're gonna have a match next week. I don't I don't don't know if that plays out even in kayfabe, bud. Um, Ernest saying he's he's going to quit when Moxley whips that butt. He's gonna whip that butt. <laughs> Thank you, Ernest. I love it. Hi, hey, Vern. What's up, Ernest? Um. <laughs> Uh, and then here we go. Jim Thorne, I wish they would have let them fight each other. Yes, the fight was broken up between Moxley and Punk, and it became a very personal issue where they insulted each other based on their past history, alluding to things in WWE. It was very, very good. I have a whole video up about breaking that down, by the way. That's up right now. Uh, you guys can watch it on demand. Please do that, by the way. We have a whole bunch of those videos. Uh, how are we doing? Watch out, Army. Give me a watch out, watch out, watch out. If you guys have been watching us before on uh, the top story days. Uh, so basically... No one can claim CM Punk is quitting AEW. I'm not saying that. That isn't being reported here. Uh, the the all the people aggregating, I work for a mainly aggregation outlet, you know, like 
I can tell you that's not the case. Um, but this Punk Moxley match is going to happen next week on AEW Dynamite. And it's very interesting how that match is coming together because uh, it's just odd that it's not going to be on a pay-per-view. You know, this match isn't going to be on a pay-per-view. It's going to be on television. And it's just weird that that isn't a, you have a pay-per-view September 4th. It's nuts. I mean, I mean, think about this, this, the pay-per-view is September 3rd, so you would have a week and a half to kind of secure what your main event's going to be for all-out September 3rd, or at least your world title matches. You have other matches set for it, the trios tournament final and stuff like that as well. Kenny Omega came back, Brian Danielson's back, Claudio Castagnoli's back in the mix. So you're going to have a lot of people set for that pay-per-view coming up September 3rd. But does this situation distract from all that? Does it for you? Hammer the like button. Want to know what you guys think? I'm a very professional man. Burping into microphones. Philip Martin said maybe a DQ to add a step to match all out. So you want to maybe they do this. And yeah, I heard a lot of people say that you're still, we're still going to get some version of punk versus Moxley at all out and another element added to it. I can see that as well. Um, Steven Chambers. What's up? Steven from the Elimination Chambers. Uh, if Punk wins in Cleveland, might see Punk versus Page at All Out. I, I don't know about that, man. I, I think you could see um, some version of this with other people involved. You know, this, this lays out some of the people getting involved. Is AEW going to see the chatter online and think that it's enough to just somehow throw Page out of the trios tournament and into that situation? Or is Page is going to be waiting for the winner after all. I can see that too. You have a lot of television afterwards. You have a lot. We have weekly TV. You got to get to that there. Uh, if you haven't done so, go check out our YouTube channel, our official YouTube channel. We have an interview with Stoko, Steve Austin. Oh, hell yeah. Talking that will it after. Uh, that full interview up, by the way, not segmented, not broken out in individual videos, is available in your podcast ears. Subscribe to our podcast. We have content up there on nearly six days a week. Um, I want to continue to see what you guys think here. Luke Hardiman. I believe MJF is coming back, though. I think he. I think the plan was to have MJF come back, uh, but Punk got hurt. And now that Punk's good, it's back on. That's why we're getting a match next week. Yes, they've been tied to each other with a lot of different things. Uh, I, could, I could see some stuff there. Um, Brandon Irvine saying, what if they destroy each other before they even get into the ring? Yes. What if, what if they're not even fit to compete at the pay-per-view? Be ridiculous. That many injuries you have to deal with. Um, a lot of people with different takes here. And I want to know what you guys are thinking. Um, other people saying, I'm more excited for Clash at the Castle than All Out. That's another thing to think about, too, is you got September 4th, AEW All Out. There's now going to be an NXT show streaming on Peacock between NXT and NXT UK. Uh, that's going to be a, a, a kind of world's collide show that day. I don't know if that's going to conflict at the exact time, but I mean, Think about this. More people are going to watch an NXT show for free. If they're already, well, I wouldn't say for free. They're already subscribers to Peacock, right? Um, but it's just more accessible when you say, hey, $10 a month or something than a pay-per-view where you're trying to sell a quarter of a million or something like that in ads, which is, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think of it here. Mr. James Esponto, thank you so much for the kind words. Thank you so much. Yes, I do have a website, kevinkellum.com. I am performing comedy throughout the Midwest. I'll be at the Lincoln Lodge tonight. 
I'll be at Lincoln Lodge tonight. I do the Roast Battle Chicago show there. Uh, the first and third Thursdays of every month. You can uh, check us out at Lincoln Lodge on their website. Get tickets on Eventbrite. Uh, all the inform- information is up on my Twitter as well. And then uh, I'm going to be on pay-per-view on AAW Destination Chicago Thursday, September 1st. That'll be uh, on highspots.tv. You can subscribe, get a whole catalog of stuff, plus live events. Works. It's an indep- It's like an independent wrestling version of, of the WWE Network. I, I'd say that's the best way of describing it. Want to get to more of your comments and get you guys on screen here. Ernie, Ernie, I want to see, I see you there, Ernie. Uh, Bert, uh, but no Bert, but just Ernie. Ernie Rupp says, I think it's going to be a DQ with Hangman coming in for a three-way at the pay-per-view. I've, you're not the only person to bring that up, Ernie. This, is this just how they write? Are they working all of us? You know, are they, are they just, you know, marionetting and, and puppeting everybody in wrestling media to get this working? If they do, work me, brother. This is an interesting scenario. Aren't you more interested in uh, what's going on with All Out than maybe you were before? Think about that, too. Uh, definitely want to hear your takes. If you're watching on demand, please get into the comments below. I will be there. Do not uh, feel like you can't get in there and talk about this hot topic of what's going on with uh, this CM Punk situation. CM Punk reportedly going off script on this week's Dynamite prior to an in-ring segment with John Moxley. Uh, and if you're just joining us, get the whole story in this video. And of course, we have a link as well with this video uh, for you guys to do that. Uh, if you're, you're listening in the podcast side of things, we'll drop that link in the description as well. Thank you guys so much for watching. Remember, when watching wrestling, just calm down, just relax. And remember, take a deep breath. No matter what anyone says about you, you're just you're just watching wrestling and you can enjoy it. Enjoy wrestling. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. After showing WWE why he's the best in the world, CM Punk is now at the top of Tony Khan's promotion as the brand new AEW World Champion. Like many other superstars, Punk too has had his fair share of ups and downs that need to be highlighted on this occasion. I'm Dr. Chris, and here are the highs and lows of CM Punk. Low. The UFC stunt. CM Punk knew what he was getting himself into when he signed on the dotted line to enter the high stakes world of the very real mixed martial arts promotion, UFC. There were a lot of doubts about this move, but it was his emotion that drove most doubters wrong. But at UFC 203, his lack of experience resulted in a quite a straightforward win for Mickey Gall, who made Punk submit in just under two minutes of the first round. But Punk didn't back down and made his comeback at UFC 225 against Mike Jackson. Sadly enough, after three rounds of dominating the best in the world, Jackson picked up the win. After the fight, Dana White acknowledged that Punk's foray in the UFC had ended, silencing any hopes that fans had of seeing Punk succeed inside the octagon. But it turns out that CM Punk's final record in UFC won't go down as 0-2 as Jackson failed a drug test on the night. Hi, WWE Championship reign of 434 days. His UFC run might not have been a success, but that doesn't put a damper on his dominating reign as WWE Champion. After CM Punk won the WWE Championship from Alberto Del Rio at Survivor Series 2011, he spent a whopping 434 days as the man to beat for the title. The best in the world racked up 13 pay-per-view title defenses, putting in some amazing performances and raising the game of his opponents as well. Yes, those were 434 
134 days of outstanding wrestling promos, stories, and moments from the cult of personality himself. Ultimately, he lost his title to The Rock at the 2013 Royal Rumble after the match was restarted due to the Shield's interference. CM Punk, along with Daniel Bryan, was responsible for WWE changing their attitude towards smaller size independent wrestlers within the company. If not for this reign, we may not have seen the likes of AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, or Seth Rollins reach the levels that they have now. Low. Failure to headline WrestleMania 29. From being an indie favorite to becoming a WWE icon, CM Punk's journey had been quite remarkable, but the straight edge saver would always look back at that moment where he fell just short of achieving every pro wrestler's dream, headlining WrestleMania. Reportedly, Punk requested WWE Chairman Vince McMahon to alter WWE plans for the main event at the WrestleMania 29 by including him in the mix and making it a triple threat match for the WWE Championship between him, The Rock, and John Cena. That wasn't to be, unfortunately, as the man who runs the place didn't like the idea and rode with the original plan without him. It's slightly puzzling, though, as the People's Champion and the C-Nation leader had their one in a lifetime match the previous year. Even if WWE wanted a repeat of that match, Punk was willing to make it happen by bowing out early on from the main event, which would have left most of the original plan undisturbed. As an alternative, Punk received an opportunity to face The Undertaker at the show of shows, which he ended up losing. Lo, being fired on his wedding day. In 2014, when CM Punk put up a no-show the night after the Royal Rumble, rumors started to surface about his departure from WWE. They just became stronger when Raw came to Chicago later that year, and the WWE live audience erupted to his music playing out, only to see Paul Heyman showing up. So where was CM Punk? According to reports, Punk had quit the business after the Royal Rumble. Reportedly, he also messaged Triple H about receiving his royalties in June, but what he did receive were his termination papers from WWE on June 13, 2014, the day of his wedding with AJ Lee. Vince McMahon went on to claim that it was all just a coincidence, but CM Punk believes otherwise. Highs, the pipe bomb promo. Now, let's talk about the big one, shall we? 11 years ago, arguably one of the most impactful moments of WWE was when CM Punk absolutely shattered kayfabe with an era-defining promo on Raw. During this six-minute monologue, the best in the world voiced his opinions about the WWE roster, the WWE universe, and on the McMahon family running the show. But as real as it looked, Punk revealed in his documentary that it was a writer who came up to him and gave him the freedom to air his grievances. Dave Meltzer also mentioned on Twitter that Punk scripted out the whole thing from his own mind and even got certain elements of it approved by Vince McMahon. This came at a time when WWE was getting stale, with many pro wrestling fans switching off completely. The Pipe Bomb promo injected a much-needed boost, created massive interest, and made the product appealing yet again. To be honest, this promo instantly made Punk a fan favorite and one of the top WWE stars for the upcoming years. And that's our list for the day. For more content like this, do subscribe to our channel, Sports Kita Wrestling.